Welcome to the Active Campaign Podcast, where it's all about marketing automation for your small business so you can get more done with less time. Find all the latest tips, tricks, and strategies in our ever-growing education center at activecampaign.com slash learn. And now our host, the Director of Education at Active Campaign, Chris Davis. Welcome to the Active Campaign Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Davis. On this episode, I have Will Medina. He is the destination weddings expert. Based in South Florida, Will serves his clients around the world while mentoring dozens of agents around the U.S. and growing their romance travel business. I had a chance to meet Will in person at our study hall in Miami, and he just soaked up all of all of the information we were providing he soaked it up but he also gave a lot his energy was just so contagious and when i learned about his business i had to have him on the podcast so what he's going to do is break down his path his journey into becoming a destinations wedding expert as well as how he's using active campaign along the journey to help him operate at a very lean capacity in his business and double his business year over year. It's all in this episode. Enjoy. Will, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad to have you on. How are you doing? Thank you, Chris. I am doing fantastic. Yes, it's, it's good to hear. And and Will, it's, it's always good to connect with you. I know when we were in Miami, yes, we were in Miami at the study hall, just hearing about what well first off your excitement (laughs) around the application was was just amazing and and two is just hearing the nature of your business and how you've leveraged the online space to grow it and then give back was something that I was like oh we have to get this back to the podcast community they have to hear this so let's start from scratch Will tell our listeners a little bit about your background and your business Well, thank you, Chris. You know, I I love the application and, you know, my excitement is really because um, this is one of the most cliche things that I've heard and I keep repeating, but I truly love what I do. And unfortunately, I was coming into an industry that it's not shaped for, you know, for a millennial, for... Mm. or like all of the, the, the techie things that can live out there. So in the travel industry... Um, I started back in 2009 and, you know, I started these side hustles, so to speak, as Mm. an online travel agency, right? Um, It's really funny because they call it online travel agency. And then once you dive into it, the first thing that you start hearing is, you know, get our network, go join the (laughs) Chamber of Commerce, you know, go do bridal shows. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. But, you know, I was really young and just starting out and I'm like, okay, I didn't even know that the possibility of really making a living and uh, uh, just like making this a full-time job was there, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of like, a, again, a side hustle while I was doing two other jobs. So anyways, this was back in 2009. I did all the things that people used to tell me uh, to do in the industry, in the conferences that you went to, you know, training over training. Um, again, it was to, to be this online travel agent or travel agency, but then the message didn't carry didn't carry over, right? It was all about these manual things. There was not a good CRM in the space. There was not um, a cohesive um, system that you could actually do all of that stuff. 
Then you add to these the fact that people, uh, you know, gurus were, oh, you need an email list and you need a newsletter. And all of a sudden it's like your mind is like, oh, my God, I went to school for marketing, but they didn't teach me any of this stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, we did ca case studies for Harley Davidson in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. OK, so <laughs> all of a sudden he's like, oh, my God, I just wanted to be a travel agent because I like to travel. But now nice. I have to like learn this online space. Um, fast forward, you know, I spent if the first, I would say four or five years doing that and, you know, really, to be honest, struggling mm. because it was not moving at the speed that I wanted it to be. Uh, it was definitely not giving me the income that I needed and, you know, relying on referrals in my young brain, it was not really like a really good strategy, even though that's how I built my business right. and how I actually got it to make money. Um, from there, uh, about, I want to say about four years ago or so, I was really on this journey of like, listen, I, I was about to quit my full-time job at a bank, mm -hmm. you know, really, you know, top 500 company. I was one of the top percent in the, uh, top 1% in the, in the company, uh, for Xing all of my sales goals and like really, really, um, grounded in a really nice job here in South Florida. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. I truly loved my clients. I had a great team and whatnot. But even my corner office in like a block away from the beach here, it was still like too stiff for my gypsy heart, right? Like I just mm. I wanted more flexibility. I wanted to be able to really travel and, and, and really have a little bit more control of my life. Um, from there, about like I said, four or five years ago, when I was starting like really to get serious and mapping out my exit strategy, I was thinking, all right, there gotta be a way where I can take and what I'm doing, which is working okay, um, you know, and take it all online. What I can actually meet with these couples um, for the consultations and whatnot, and do it in a way that it doesn't matter where I am at, mm -hmm. because I have to move from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, to Fort Lauderdale um, here in Florida. And I had to start from scratch. So I was moving a business that was built on referrals, you know, to a completely different state while I was doing my full-time job. And oh, all of a wow. sudden I was like, oh man, right? Thankfully, obviously Facebook is a really great platform. I kept my connections and whatnot, but I didn't have the day-to-day -day interactions with people that I knew and people that would spread my message. So from there... Um, I just went on to, into this journey of, you know, the University of YouTube and started researching, <laughs> started researching like all of these things, like how do I do this and piecing it together. I spent, I want to say like three months and literally I still have the picture here in my office of my first quote unquote funnel that I wrote, um, just mapping this out. I'm like, this, this got to make sense somehow. Mm. I was listening to a podcast at the time. That was like my first few podcasts I was listening to. And I heard about this thing about like a marketing automation expert. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like this, I like this, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I was burnt out from like YouTubing and researching and, 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 and really trying to do, to do it on my own. And I contacted this lady that was the guest speaker on the podcast and uh, we had a consultation, you know, I basically told her my, like my idea, my strategy is like, oh my God, I've never worked with a travel agent, but you have such a clear vision of what you want to accomplish that I think I can help you. And I'm like, I just need help with the tech. Okay. Like I was being, you know, all, all cocky and stuff, right? Like I just need help with the tech. Um, 
well, it didn't hurt to have, you know, a little bit of someone else overseeing my idea. Um, and I hired her. It was like four meetings. And one of the tools that she recommended was Active Campaign. Mm. So we built out this funnel that I had on paper already. Um, I wrote all my copy. I, you know, like just at the time, I didn't even know what copy was. Okay. I wrote the emails. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, you know, again, I have my ideal client and I had the foundations of the business offline, but online it was a whole different animal. And that's just the business that I wanted. Mm -hmm. I did not want to do bridal shows every single weekend. I did not want to be part of the Chamber of Commerce. No offense to those of you out there that belong to the to the Chamber of Commerce. I've done it. I've done B&I. It was just a little bit too slow for my taste. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and again, I needed is something that is very unique. I'm very niche. So I needed brides that wanted to do a destination wedding in Mexico or the Caribbean. So my pool of clients needed to be more than just the 20 people in my group. Okay. Um, and then from there, you know, that's, that's where I started with active campaign. I started with just that one funnel. Uh, and I was like, oh my God, this is magic. And I started like just working on personalization and the tags and, and, you know, it, it do this and breaking down the automations into like smaller pieces. As I learned more through your podcast, through the videos on, on the website, um, for of active campaign and, you know, four plus years later, I mean, I've literally have probably six six X my, my, my client base, mm. uh, the number of weddings that I booked, um, I'm going on 10 years in business and all by myself without, you know, employees, without a big team, without a retail office, without a networking group with automation. And with that particular follow-up funnel, I've been able to enhance and, and, and close so many more sales and consultations. Last year alone, I did 23 wedding groups. Mm. This year, I'm already at probably 70% of my goal, to, and it's only, you know, quarter one. Uh, so it, it just really changed the way I do business. And then if I look at the back end of that, that's for the marketing portion of that, right? Which okay. was really great. And obviously what converts helps, helps me convert. But in addition to that, then for those of you that don't know how, how this works, you know, I do destination weddings for couples, right? So I don't do the wedding planning itself. I am a travel agency that specializes in the group aspect of that. So what that means is that with every bride or every bridegroom or wedding couple that I book, I am also acquiring between 15 and 100 new clients that are booking into that wedding to go to Mexico, to go to the Dominican Republic, to go to Jamaica for, you know, three to seven days. Mm. That means that that growth, it's something that you need really good systems to handle because now those are 100 people that you have to service that you have to, you know, after you invoice them, you have to give them travel tips and you have to prepare them. Because you don't want to be the agent that takes the money and disappear for the next nine months until this <laughs> wedding happens, right? Right. I could not do any of that without Active Campaign. And I proudly, proudly say that Active Campaign was and continues to be my first employee ever. Mm, mm. That's so powerful. I mean, there's there's so many elements of your story that are highlight worthy uh, and, and a few that really stand out is the fact that you just didn't settle for the status quo. 
right? Like in a business, in a service based business where you were where you were you built it based on referrals. It would have been so easy just to ride that wave. And there are times in business where you should. But I think that that millennial that 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 millennial portion of you really kicked in and said, "Okay, do I really want to do this? And if I do want to do this, do I really want to do it this way? Right. (laughs) Right. So thankfully enough for that forward thinking, you were able to prepare for an event that you you hadn't even planned for. You didn't know that you were going to move. Right. Like that. (laughs) That wasn't in your mind when you were when you were first building your business. But given the fact that you were aware of the possibilities of connecting beyond your geographical location, it enabled you to make that transition and not lose business. Right. And still operate. And in fact, you can argue that that transition was really the birth of the next phase of your business from then on and how you would you would run it continuously. Three hundred percent. I I since the move, I've grown. I've probably doubled my business every single year since I moved, Mm. which is not easy to say when you are, again, starting over. Again, I moved here for, you know, following a dream and transfer a job that I had just taken, you know, within a year. And I moved here by myself. You know, my my then fiance at the time uh, took him nine months to find a job. Mm. So, you know, it was really, really, really a tough year one here in Florida. Um, and you and I talked about that when I when I moved uh, when you were in Miami. But yes, it's just it's just been double double growth every single year ever since. And again, that's that's hard to do. You know, the first year you feel like, oh my God, is this a fluke? Like, did I just get lucky, yeah. right? And then, <laughs> but then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, guess what? Uh, Chris, in, in the travel industry, mm-hmm. or actually the, the, the wedding industry, we have a, 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 a engagement season, which is basically, you know, the holidays okay. when people get engaged. Like most of the people that get engaged, get engaged between, you know, Thanksgiving and like, uh, Valentine's Day. Okay. Excuse me, Valentine's Day. Um, and you know, that was my goal at the beginning. Like, I just need to be ready for engagement season. Like, I just gotta be ready for that so I can get you know a couple of weddings booked. Now it's like engagement season for me, it's every freaking month. Wow. I you know, and I can see that because your pool is is growing. Right. The amount of people that you can reach and you engage with is growing due to technology. So now that person who is getting engaged in in a random month of April, you know, can can connect with you way easier, you know, than before. If if, if technology didn't didn't allow you to create that community. Absolutely. Oh, man, I love it. Will this is and, and the reason why this is really the reason why you're on the podcast is because. This is the challenge that every business owner faces, right? You're looking at your business and it really does not matter if it's traditional or primarily digital. You have to look at what you're doing, how you want to operate and and figure out what does it look like for you? What tools best serve you? What processes can the tools handle and which ones are you going to to take on yourself? How many people are you going to hire? Like you mentioned, active campaign was your first hire. That first hire getting the most out of the platform really sets the table and allows you that freedom to de- to decide, OK, I like this. I'm going to keep doing this. This is working or 
you know, there's no harm, no foul. If you say, OK, I like this. I want to bring on some other people to help me run this so I can focus on something else. The point is you 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 understand that the evolution of technology and instead of running from it <laughs> and trying to prevent it from happening because it's inevitable, it's going to hit every single market. You embraced it and allowed it to help you redefine what your business would look like. Yes. So that was uh, I, I just love that piece about your about your business. But let's talk a little bit about some of the processes in the business. As you mentioned, you have destination weddings that that's what people come to you for. It's like, hey, I want to go somewhere. I want to get married here. And there is a lot of coordination. But like you said, you're not a wedding planner. So I, I have two questions for you. Will. One is. How did you define and stay in that lane of just the destination piece of the wedding? And then two, talk to us a little bit about how you're using active campaign to coordinate all of those dates. <laughs> oh man, that's this is a this is a really good one because the funny thing is that maybe because of a stigma mm -hmm. or I don't know, but I really didn't I really didn't consider destination weddings when I first started my business. In fact, it took me almost three years until I did my first, um, not my first, but like one of the biggest bridal shows that I did um, back in Milwaukee. Mm. And I remember I did that bridal show again, just because that's what people told you that you needed to do if you needed more bookings, right? Uh if you want to, if you don't, you know, like outside of booking, um, of joining like the Chamber of Commerce and whatnot, that was like one of the strategies that people used to talk about in at conferences. So I booked this with a couple of colleagues and I kid you not, Chris, I was so excited for this um, bridal show. Um, it was huge. I remember, I remember, and you know, my, my students all know this story. Um, David Tutera was the, the, like the keynote speaker and it was like a big deal. Mm. Uh, but again, I didn't go there like to sell destination weddings. I went there to sell, uh, you know, honeymoons essentially because these brides were engaged, you know, they were going to have local weddings. Um, so destination weddings was really not in my radar. I left that bridal show. Of course, I didn't have active campaign. Of course, I didn't have, you know, an email sequence or any of that stuff. So I was following up with these people manually via email. <laughs> um, you know, of course, I was not going to call them. I was scared of them telling me no. Um, so I was like, okay, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what, what I didn't know back then. And after that, I remember I left that. It was a big investment for me at the time. And I made zero dollar. That was almost a thousand dollars thrown down the drain where, you know, between the fee and printing brochures and things like that. Um, and I left there just feeling like so defeated because like nobody booked anything. I'm like, oh, my God, I must suck. Right. Mm. Um, so after that, I remember calling a member of, you know, the company I was affiliated with. Um, we call them host agency and my mentor at that time from the company. Uh, I was like, hey, listen, I'm calling to cancel like a membership of being a travel agent, right? And I'm calling to cancel because, you know, this sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't have money to be paying for this monthly fee. And, you know, like, I just need to be done with this. Um, I had already done one wedding for a, a former client of mine or, or previous client of mine that I took on a group trip. And that's how I did like my first one. So she goes, my mentor, she goes, uh, hey, you know, 
let's work it out. What if you what if you did destination weddings? I think you have the personality for that, and you know they're really like starting to come up to come up, and and I'm like, what? Again, in my brain and where I was at that stage of my life, there was kind of like a um, a stigma of you know me being a, a a wedding planner. That's what I thought that meant, right? And I was like, oh hell no, my family will laugh at me. Like no, <laughs> right? Like that's not what I want. But you know, I didn't want to let her down, so I went on to research and a little bit about you know like what were destination weddings, and I found out that the key of the destination wedding were was the group, right? Mm. Like if, yes, you're getting married, but you're bringing fifty people, seventy people, you know, hundred people, whatever. So from there, I went to do, you know, all the training I could find online, which was very, very limited at the time. There was, it was basically just like one-on-one how-to and then like, what do I do next, right? So, but I was like, okay, I'm game, right? Like I was already losing money anyways. So I decided to rebrand and I rebranded, ordered new business cards and I really just went after destination weddings mm. while booking my other travel clients that again my referrals that had gotten me to where I was that up, up until that point um and then from there really just took a lot of you know just soul searching and really um training and 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 and, and just exploring what that looked like for me um to 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 niche down right like once again I was already not where I wanted to be. So what did I have to lose by trying this niche for a year? Yeah. And that's when, you know, things just started to roll in. I I made the conscious decision that I wanted people to forget that I was a travel agent that could book their Disney trip for their family of three, as long as they remember, they remember that I do groups and destination weddings once a year when someone gets engaged. Mm. Oh, that's powerful, Will. I mean, (laughs) I was willing to lose. I was willing to lose that business that that I was already known for Mm. because again, I was at that point what I needed. What I needed a transformation. I needed. I needed a change. Wow, that's keeping keeping those few families were good, but I was going to go out of business if I stayed with that because it was not. It was just not evolving fast enough. I was tired. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I've never heard it put that way, but it, it immediately resonates when you said I was willing for them to forget me in this capacity in order for them to remember me in my new capacity. And I have to say that is one of the pieces I see business owners struggle with so much because, of course, when you don't understand marketing, you start out trying. Everybody is your customer. Right. Yes. <laughs> Every my products for everybody. And then, you know, as you realize that's the fastest way to go broke and you start targeting your messaging and understanding that there's a specific market that you need to target. And once you do that, well, you'll start attracting other people and, and you understand that dynamic. It's really easy. It's really easy to say, OK, I got it. It's working great. And the idea, the idea of pruning or, or cutting that out. To operate in a new capacity, I see so many people imprisoned by that, the necessity of pruning that they never evolve in their business will. So that was, oh man, that was such a powerful statement you made. You know, and and and, and I and I live by that because I see so many people in my community 
um, in my in my industry, you know, struggle with that very decision. And what what is the definition of insanity, right? Mm, yeah, <laughs> you, you do the same thing, you know, and expecting different results, right? So for me, that was really powerful. And and again, it was it was just. I loved my business. I became a travel agent because I like to travel and I wanted to help people visit my home country, which is the Dominican Republic. Um, so I wanted to help people do that. But then eventually, after two or three years of you throwing money at this thing, you know, you just have to realize that, you know, it just it just becomes a very expensive hobby. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes a very expensive hobby. And that's not to say that, you know, travel agents in different niches are not making money. I have I have agent friends killing it, even, you know, selling Disney vacations only. I have other agent friends, you know, killing it, selling only cruises, right? So I think the message there, it's, it's really about following the passion, which, as I mentioned before, might not necessarily be what you started with, right? Right. But it's it's just following what you're passionate about and and and, and what you know what pays the bills. Um, in in my case, you know, I really just found a way to my initial niche and what I really knew was all inclusive vacations at all uh, at uh, resorts or beach resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean. So now I was just going to repackage that and instead of selling it to five different families a month, I was okay with selling it to just one couple. For their weddings um, a month. Mm, got it. I mean, the it it helps that you understood the space because even though you didn't know what destination weddings were, you were still in that industry, in the wedding industry. You just change your your capacity. And one thing that I that I learned about you, just even more talking uh, to you now, is that you weren't focused on engagement for the sake of engagement. Right. It wasn't one of those things where you were like, look at how many people we engage with <laughs> every month. Look how many people join my group. It was engagement to truly provide a service and understand the needs. Absolutely. So that is, uh, of course, admirable. But in our last few minutes, well, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this thing and I'm seeing all of these moving parts. Right. Destination wedding. You have one person, you have their group of friends, maybe both parties, group of friends. You're trying to <laughs> coordinate and collaborate um, when it comes to and, and, and this is briefly. But when it comes to facilitating that, managing that is the key that you identify the the main stakeholder and is that who is in the CRM is that who's in active campaign with all of the date reminders and everything or how, how does that look you know chris i'm about keeping it simple mm. so here's a big secret um everyone thinks i'm really techy <laughs> and don't get me wrong i love technology but i'm not the guy that jumps that that gets in the on the line for for the new iphone that comes out and you know i'm like four hours standing in there yeah. i don't do that okay <laughs> i am like it's really funny because i always say i'm i'm fast to to try and it's slow to implement right mm. so before i make a move i need to really like analyze how all of these things is going to work for me and you know like i'm not going to go in crazy in a week and try to do it all so active the way I use for my business in active campaign is actually really simple. I have two sides of it. So the the decision makers or you know the bride in this case, sometimes the groom, um, they connect with me somehow through my social media, through my uh, consultation landing page, uh, and then that automatically when they 
um, request information that links them to my nurture campaign, um, in auto, which is automated in active campaign. Nice. So that is a very simple, I want to say I have like 12 emails in there. Mm. Again, very simple one. Here you go. And then if they book the consultation, they get a tag and that tag now sends them, you know, a couple of different emails because they already booked the consultation. Mm. Then the third part of that is if they hire me after that one hour complimentary consultation, then they get the like the next step emails. Hey, thank you. Here's what you should expect. I'll be in touch with you within 48 hours. And here, you know, read this link, go to this link and and, you know, I'll be in touch. And then I take it from there manually because now we're working one on one. Right. Got it. And then the second piece of that is when. We spent like after they hire me, we choose the resort and let's say we're going to, you know, Cancun, Mexico. Um, and I spend the next nine months, 12 months, sometimes even 15 months booking them and their wedding guests to this wedding. Now, wedding is 10 months away. When we are finished with taking the payments from all of the group, then I have a very simple automation that goes, you know, with a personalization tag, of course. Uh, that goes, hey, Chris, you know, you're paid in full, now what, right? Mm-hmm. And I have perhaps 10 different emails that go out there based on the destination. So whether it's 10 people going to that one wedding, you know, for Chris and his future misses or 150 people, they all get added to that one automation that goes to Cancun, Mexico, and everybody over there gets the same sequence over the next, let's say, 60 days. Mm. Uh, prepare them so these are like their travel tips you know getting ready type of thing i love it um and to be honest that's 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 as simple as i keep it in in active campaign over the years of course i've been using it now for a few years so i've tried you know up and down i tried the, the crm and this and that but for my needs the light plan has worked just fine mm. Mm, that's powerful. I love it. And, you know, you you get the most out of it when you know exactly what you, you needed to do. Right. It's it's when you're unclear <laughs> on your own processes and you start using technology that you end up with more, more than you need or just enough. But you don't know how to use it. Right. Ah, Chris, can I can I say something real quick? <laughs> Go ahead. Will. Let, let me have a finger moment here. <laughs> so let me tell you something. I. I've heard that before and I've used that analogy, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until you said it in one of the one of the podcast episodes that I was listening to that you were talking about that, you know, that you were basically saying that and, and it feels so genuine to me that you were basically saying that active campaign may not be the answer, mm-hmm. but it doesn't start with a tool. Yes. Yes. It doesn't start with a tool. And I just never heard anyone say it like that before. And even though I practice that and I preach it and I teach to my students. I just never heard it set like that. And I'm like, <laughs> that makes sense. And, you know, now I'm having that that same kind of like challenge because people in my industry ha- have gotten to know me as, you know, I speak about these these uh, systems and automations and whatnot. And I have a lot of colleagues that they come to me and they want to hire me to show them the automation piece of my, my training in, in my business. And I feel so challenged by that because – I feel that I would be doing a disservice to them mm. if I just took them through 
you know, active campaign or whatever platform, right? And just tell them, this is what, this is what you do. Take my template and, you know, pay me your money. I have so much love and respect for my colleagues. Yeah. I would never do that. And I know that it took me a lot of learning and training and, and, and really digging into marketing to understand that if I have them jump into the automation piece of the training or of their business before they actually even know who their ideal client is, how they want to how they want to systematize a, a certain process or, or, or even have any emails written, I would be doing them a disservice. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just be taking their money. And I don't I don't want to say that I don't need the money. Right. Because obviously we could all use more money, but it doesn't go with my 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 um, it doesn't go with the way I operate. You know, yeah. if I help you with something, I want you to really understand it because I got burned by enough gurus showing me just one piece of the puzzle. Right. And then I was left in the dark and I had no idea what to do next. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, uh, yeah, we we see it a dime a dozen. Unfortunately, the good the good part is that we're seeing a trend, a rise of more business owners like yourself who are willing to dedicate the time to learn how to use technology the right way to build a sustainable business and teach others to do the same. So, yes. um, thank you for that, Will, and Will, thank you for coming on the podcast. If people want to learn more about you, now, now this is dual because I really want to hook you up here. Um, if people want to uh -huh. know about a destination, planning a destination for their wedding, or since you also do training, Will, you also train other people. So, if there's somebody on listening to this podcast, it's like, wow, that's really cool. I want to learn how to do that. Where should they go? Oh, thank you, Chris. And, and again, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm a fan of, you know, just your way of thinking. Um, and I think I overexpressed that in, in, in Miami when we met, but I genuinely <laughs> meant that uh, where I just feel that there is there needs to be more people like you that break it down and that really put the strategy first before the tools. So I'm super happy to hear that there is a rise on, on those, yes. you know, business owners doing that. Yeah. But anyways, about me. So very simple. I am known as destination weddings expert. If you go to Instagram, you find my account. If you just want to, if you're getting married and you need um, an agent um, that knows destination weddings, I have done dozens of them. You can just go to that account or destinationweddingsexpert.com. But if you are a travel entrepreneur or travel agent, travel consultant, I'm looking to really niche into either groups or specifically destination weddings and systematizing all of those repetitive tasks and all of those awesome travel tips so that you don't feel like you disappear after you collect the money um, and even convert, you know, like I'm really good at sales. I, if I say so myself, <laughs> and, you know, like a lot, a big part of my training, which is called the destination wedding playbook. It's really about converting in sales because mm. it's not just about likes and, and follows on Instagram, right? Yeah. We need to, we need to make that money. Um, so the website for that is willmedina.us, as in the USA. Great, great. W-I-L-L-M-E-D-I-N-A dot U-S. And you'll be able to find me there and, you know, connect on Instagram. I love making friends and, you know, just talking business with people. Uh, and that's my jam. Great, great. Well, Will, we have all of those 
links. They will be available in the show notes for everybody to easily click. Or if you just didn't capture it for some reason, they will be there again. Will, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's always a great time. I'm so excited about what you've done and even more excited about what you're about to do. So um, thanks again. Will. Thank you so much, Chris. OK, no problem. I'll see you online. All right. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Active Campaign Podcast. I hope in listening to Will's story and his approach to keeping things simple, along with evolving into who he needed to be, not not afraid to let go of the successes of the past to capture even greater successes in the future. Just his entire story and how he operates is it's it's very much admirable and and noteworthy and exemplary of how you in, in any capacity in any business can with the right approach really leverage technology and marketing automation to to create to create that environment for your business or the lifestyle uh, in your business that you desire. If this is your first time listening to the Active Campaign podcast, this is my personal invitation to you to join a family of listeners, small business owners who are passionate about growing their business the right way by way of technology. It's time for you to subscribe. <laughs> this is my welcome. We're in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, anywhere where you can subscribe to a podcast. We are there. Please subscribe. Leave us a five star rating and review to get the word out so that people understand they have a valuable resource at their disposal to help them learn how to leverage technology properly. And instead of being imprisoned by it, they can propel and, and, and be prosperous and successful with it. Also, if you're just getting started with Active Campaign or you need some help in any capacity, please, please, please do not hesitate to reach out to us. First stop, activecampaign.com forward slash learn. That's the education center. That's all of your guided content. You can consume and learn what you need in the medium that you desire. If you need some one on one help, you want to talk to somebody. We have a success team. You can set up a 30 minute call. That's at activecampaign.com forward slash training last but not least we would love to meet you in person we run events across the world so please go to activecampaign.com forward slash events see if we're coming to your city or a city near you and come travel come come see us meet us halfway if, if you need to otherwise if we're in your city just come locally we would love to meet you in person do some training shake your hand just meet the meet you as a user and allow you to meet us as the face behind the brand this is the Active Campaign Podcast, the small business podcast to help you scale and propel your business with automation. I'll see you on the next episode.